Welcome to the Soap Bible Study Series from Oak Tree Community Church in South Bend, Indiana. Last time we started the short book of Ezra, and this time, I guess we'll just go We're ahead gonna and finish it. finish it. Yeah, so we ended last week on a cliffhanger. Yeah, we oh, did. it doesn't happen much, but how much fun <laughs> is that? So so we're covering we're covering this book of Ezra, and this is the time when, when the nation of Israel was uh, held captive in Persia, Babylon, mm -hmm. and for 70 years, and now they're allowed to return. And, and we talked about it last last week. Uh, they returned in three in three waves. Um, but the cliffhanger we ended on was they had started rebuilding the temple during so the whole, first wave. We're still yeah, in the first, first wave, wave here, right? but it's the whole reason they went back, right. and it got halted. Uh, the local people uh, kind of put a stop to it, and they did various things to to um, to make sure that the the Israelites stopped it. And then finally, they even got the the um, governor, Persian governor, uh, involved, and he wrote a letter back to King Darius saying, "Hey, I'm being told that under King Cyrus, King Cyrus okayed the building of the temple. Can you can you provide any information? Yeah, look on back this? in the archives. Can yeah. you confirm? Yeah. Now." Chapter six. Yeah. So I got to believe this took longer than a couple days. Yeah, probably. <laughs> right? Because number one, who cares? Yeah. Right. <laughs> it's probably not high on right. the archivist's priority list. Yeah. But <laughs> it was taken serious and word was returned at some point uh, that they found a scroll that authorized the rebuilding of the temple. And uh, I don't know if you go into it a lot, but there's a, there's a whole bunch of uh, uh, commentary saying it wasn't with the normal documents. It was it was in in the summer house yeah and it wasn't really an edict it was more of a memorandum of understanding executive order <laughs> yeah 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 it was kind of but it wasn't just but but the thing is is that it wasn't just that cyrus said yeah go back build your temple it was i am authorizing as the king of the world that you and anybody who wants to can go back yeah. and i'm gonna pay for it right and here's the cool thing and we're talking you know, a couple of decades later at this point, right. you would think they're like, yeah, we're not going to yeah, do that. Scratch that off the list. But we learned in Daniel chapter six that when Daniel was thrown into the lion's den, that even the king could not go against the law of the Medes and the Persians, right? Right. Even so once the a law king, was on the books, it couldn't be struck. It maybe could be modified a little bit. You might be but, able to write another law that sort of mitigates yeah. it. And we saw that in the book of Esther. Right. But even the king, when he found that yeah. Cyrus, and we're talking, I mean, this guy is in the history books, world history, secular history, as Cyrus the Great. This isn't just, oh, Uncle Cyrus back there. This yeah. is like the guy. Lots of building projects. Lots, yeah. Did lots Over of through things. Babylon, the whole yeah. thing, right? When Cyrus the Great writes a memo... <laughs> The whole world follows it. Yeah. And so what they got back was, <clears throat> um, yes, they will be building that temple and you will be paying for it. Yeah. And they all and, said, yes, sir. And they told the governor, stay away from them. <laughs> right? Take your money from your treasury, give That's it to right. these guys and and help them fund it yeah, for whatever they want. Whatever and they want. you can't collect any taxes from these, from, from the uh, temple from the work in the Levites. Yeah. And, yeah, from yeah. the rest of the people, probably. Yeah. yeah but yeah. And if you change this, and if you change this directive, you'll be killed. That's right. <laughs> I mean, it was... It you, was could, a you could see big, these guys. Oh, big, oh. Big. It was a <laughs> yeah, exactly. big deal. All right, so imagine this. We're continued. <laughs> Ta-da! Right? And they uh, actually finished. Yeah, it was completed <laughs> about four and a half years after it restarted. And there's there's a million dates in here. Um, 
Yeah, they're, they're all confusing. Uh, but 21 years after the foundation was laid and 23 years after Cyrus's initial decree. Yeah. Somewhere in that. Somewhere so in that's what brings frames. us from chapter one for 23 years because it was on hold. You know, it had started for a while, then it was on hold for a while, and then they finished it, you know, type thing. Yeah. So chapters one through six span about that 23 years. Yep. Okay. Now we go into chapter seven. Yeah, I want, to, I want to make a pit stop first. Okay. Um, so the first temple, uh, also called Solomon's Temple, uh, stood for about 400 years. Oh, yeah. Right? And then, um, so what happened to that temple? That's the one that Nebuchadnezzar came in and... Okay. So then there wasn't a temple for this period of time yeah, that, that, we're talking, that we're talking years, about yeah. here. And then the second temple, once it's built, um, stays up for about 585 years. Yep. Uh, and, and that got snacked down by Rome. Yeah. Right. That's the one. Oh, you were, no, go well, ahead. Go I was going to say, that's the one that Jesus was in. Right. The apostles were in. Right. That's the, what we read in the New Testament. Yep. It was Zerubbabel's temple, but it actually has a better, or it goes by a different name. Herod's temple. Because yeah. Herod, Herod at the time of Jesus put um, the really a building campaign yeah. and, and fixed fixed a lot of things up yeah. there. Uh, where I was going was this was the temple that Jesus saw. Yeah. So in Matthew, when everybody's saying ooh and ah about how great this temple is, one, it probably was much nicer than it was before because of the work. It probably wasn't as nice as Solomon's first temple. No. Um, and, and Jesus being Jesus was like, yeah, but another one's going to be even better. <laughs> but what's interesting is that in Haggai chapter two, when God says through Haggai, the Lord is coming into this temple. That was a prophecy that was fulfilled then through Jesus because God himself oh, did right. stand in Zerubbabel's temple, right. even though it was remodeled by Herod, yeah, it was still, still that same temple. Yeah. But, you know, in the United States, if a building lasts 50 years, it's old. And we're talking 585. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Okay, so that's where I want to that's where I want to go. So now so now we're in chapter seven and we get to finally talk about Ezra. Ezra, yeah. It's like <laughs> this is the book of Ezra and we are sixty percent of the I way. It's through, the background, right? Like, yeah. He, he used six chapters for the background. Well, so what happens, and, and this is the type of stuff that, that you don't see if you're just necessarily just just reading Only, through here. Yeah. But between chapter 6 verse 22 and chapter 7 verse 1 we need to fast forward uh, about 50 or so years 50 60 years okay yeah keep going and it's during that gap and i, I said last time ezra wasn't even born yet during that first part under zerubbabel it was during that gap that Ezra's born. It's during that gap between chapter six and seven that the entire thing of Esther happens. We, right. we talked about Mordecai last time. Right. So the book of Esther spans about 10 years and it ended about 20 years or so, 15, 20 years, 25 years maybe, before chapter seven even starts. So there's a lot of stuff going on in that white space. Nehemiah was born during that time. Yeah. A lot of stuff before we just jump. It's, it's not like you're just reading chapter six and chapter seven and everything's going on together. Right. So during that time, Temple had not been destroyed, but it definitely had worn down and sort of gotten out of use again. And now comes Ezra. Okay. 
So he was in Babylon, decided to to make the trip back back to uh, Israel. Uh, he was a scribe and he was also skilled in the law of Moses. So would he, he'd be considered an expert of the law. Yeah, um, yeah, right. and maybe even a priest, but definitely an arbitrator, an expert, a yeah. scribe. He was a copier. That's and that's why he was an expert because he was a scribe. He copied it. He yeah. knew so it very, very well. Right. Yeah. Right, so the Persian king really supplied him with everything that he that he had asked for, mm -hmm. and the trip from Persia to Jerusalem took took about four months. Yeah, and we'll and call this we our get... second return. Jerubbabel was the first return. Yeah. Under Ezra will now be the second return. Yep. Um, so he was authorized to the king and the king's seven advisors. They make a point of saying <laughs> that, right? Um, to take gold, silver, and get more from the governor uh, as needed. Yep. Which goes back a blank to check. I know, which goes back to that whole yeah. Medes and Persians thing. Because yeah. now it's not just Cyrus from twenty years ago. Yeah. Now, now we're still it's, a it's big Cyrus down. from yeah. eighty years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no tax will be imposed on the priests or the musicians or the doorkeepers. I love that they have doorkeepers. Doorkeepers at the temple. Yeah, but the whole yep. basically in today's language, the religious aspect of Israel was tax exempt. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. Um, Ezra also had the responsibility to appoint judges over Israel. Mm -hmm. and, and there was two things. One, they had to know God's law, right? But also Persian laws. Mm -hmm. And, and uh, we talked a little bit about that last week where there was some, some awesome things that happened like this, where, where an Israelite gets to appoint the judges that are gonna, gonna rule over the land. Uh, but Persia is also, okay, but they also have to know Persian law. Right, because right? Israel I mean, is still functioning yeah. under yeah, Persian under their dorm. control, right? Right. right. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah, you, you might also you might you might call it at this stage. Um, you might say that Israel was one of Persia's territories. Yeah, from that. Yeah, standpoint. that's a good way to good way to put it. Yeah. Right. Um, so in chapter eight, Ezra is is doing the travel part. Um, now put yourself in in his position, right? You're a scribe. You seem to have good administration skills. So you, so you're definitely keeping track of everything, and you got all these families that are coming with you, and most of them have family members that went back under Zerubbabel, mm -hmm. right? And they're now, now they're more they're joining coming. them, yeah. And under Zerubbabel, there's about 50,000. Um, Ezra, um, some question how many, but probably around 1,700 with men, yeah. and maybe that's four to 5,000 with the children and wives. Yeah, yeah um, not nearly as large of a group yeah, a as, as came back the first time. Right, right, right. But they get to the staging area, and there's no Levites with them. And no Levites had volunteered to come. So before he even starts, he's got a big problem. And he needs to find some Levites to come with him. Yeah. Because they need Levites uh, to work in the, in, the, in the temple. It's the exact same problem that Zerubbabel had. It doesn't matter if you have a beautiful temple. It doesn't matter if you have all the, the furnishings. Under God's law, only certain people were allowed to be priests and be part of the temple service. Well, it's been quite a while now between right. chapters six and seven and the whole temple thing even though it was finished even though it was running it wasn't it, yeah. yeah it just sort of petered out and it had gone under decay again right. um so ezra is ezra is not coming to like rebuild and restart the whole you know or to start up the whole thing like zerubbabel was his is like we need to restart we need to get it going again um but he didn't know who was going to be there 
to start it, right. and he didn't have anybody going to help him. So it could have been a wasted trip if he showed up yeah, and there's just no him. Levi's. Yeah. yeah. So he was able to recruit like 38 Levi's and 220 temple servants, yeah. too. Yeah. Um, yeah, not much. Yeah, but it's uh, 38 more than they had before. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And then Ezra also had a, he had a little bit of a problem, which I find this kind of humorous. He told he told the Persian king, the God of Israel is protecting them, and he has a great anger, and that anger would be shown to their enemies. And now he's got a four-month trip that he's going on. With a lot of wealth and yeah. a lot of people. And he can't go back to the king and say, can I have a police escort? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what about your king? Your, your God, gonna, yeah, you said your God was going to protect you, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> So, like you said, they had a they had an incredible amount of wealth. So he chose twelve, uh, I gotta believe, honest men, um, and he divided up the wealth with them. Yeah. So he basically brought them into a room. Um, they had a scale. They weighed out whatever they weighed out. He made a list. I gotta assume the people initialed on the list. Yeah. This is what I got. <laughs> I got you know, and and then those people were responsible for taking that portion. Yeah. Yeah, and. Think about it. It's all not in one. It's yeah. not in one space. It's, it's yep. dispersed out to twelve people. Ideally, they kind of didn't travel by each other too. Yeah. So if bandits did come and hit, you know, a twelfth of it leaves instead of uh, instead the whole of thing. The yeah. whole thing. Yeah. Um, now, I'm thinking a bag, <laughs> right? I mean, how much could this possibly be? <laughs> right, exactly. So um, they list it in here. They list um, like all the stuff that's in here, and they they use a unit of measure called a talent. A talent, yep. Yeah, and a talent is supposed to be around sixty six pounds. Mm -hmm. So if you measure all this out, it's like twenty eight tons worth of wealth that they're taking. Right, twenty eight tons. That's a lot. Yep. That's uh, you can't hide it, <laughs> or, you, yeah. or you do your best to hide it. But yeah. but there's a lot going on there. Yeah. So and I think there's some of that is is um, um, I think some of that is is differences in our our weighing scales and everything yeah. because the the word talent can refer to an amount of money as much as it can a, 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 a weight, weight, an actual weight. Yeah. So whereas some of these may have been the actual weight, some of them may have been like. You know, yeah, particular smaller, coins, but, you know, okay. that are worth a lot, but may not weigh the full 66 pounds. Okay. So, especially with the number of people that he had, I don't know that it got all the way up to the 28 tons. Yeah. I but mean, that's, I mean, it's still that's a an lot. unbelievable There's amount. There's still a lot of stuff right. going on. There's a lot of money. There's a lot of weight. Yeah. yeah. And then from a travel standpoint, we know that it took about four months. It also seems to be about 900 miles. And I, th I think from the travel, you would expect them to go straight across. The problem is there's a desert right yeah. here. So they actually had to do a, a V. Yeah, they'd there. follow the river, follow the Euphrates River. Same thing that Abraham did, same thing that yeah. Jacob did. Same, all, all, you know, go up sort of into modern-day Syria and then come back down a little bit. Yeah. yeah. So if you take 900 miles and you divide it by 120 days, figuring, you know, 30 days in a, in a month, you get seven and a half miles. So they had to average seven and a half miles a day. Yep. That doesn't seem like a lot. In the but, desert. <laughs> but I would not want to walk seven and a half miles a day for 120 for days months? straight. Yeah, right. Yeah. And you got to believe they took some days off, so they had to double up. you got animals, you're and, carrying and you all kids. this stuff. It's yep. not like you're just, you know, this is, yeah. you know, athletes. So could an army go faster? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Could an army go faster? Yes. This is, these are families that are going back to. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if... I, I'm, you know, it, it almost had to, but I wonder as Ezra is leading this small group through the wilderness 
on their way back to the land. If you ever felt like Moses, uh, yeah, you know, had to, right? it's four months. It's not 40 years. You know, he's thanking God that it's not. Well, yet <laughs> Moses didn't think it was going to be 40 years either. <laughs> Don't screw up. Don't screw up. Don't use your staff to hit anyone. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, so God delivers them from bandits and enemies, and they didn't have any reported issues. Yeah. Uh, then they get, they get to the temple. First thing they do is they weigh out everything. Everything checks out, and they're, they're weighing in front of the scribes and the, yep. and the priests that are in the temple. Yep. Lots of witnesses. Yep. Burn offerings were given, and you know he's starting off on a, on a very good foot. Yep. Uh, then we get to chapters 9 and 10. Which really do go together yeah. as a package. Yeah. I, and this last issue takes up takes up these two chapters. Um, the issue started after the first wave came back, mm -hmm. and and it's odd to me that they weren't the ones that addressed it. it addressed it. I know. Um, and, and it wouldn't have been an issue if, if they would have. But honest, and they waited to dump it on Ezra. Yeah, but honestly, if you think about it, they hadn't they hadn't addressed this issue for the previous thousand years either. I mean, this is like a recurring thing with Israel. <laughs> Yeah, so 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 what's the problem? The problem is that they um the people of Israel, the priests and the Levites have not separated themselves from the local residents who practice detestable things just like the Canaanites, Hittites, Perizzites, Jebusites, all these names right. from Right. So they so they so they are intermarrying and in with non-Jewish people. They are marrying the women of these pagan enemy tribes, tribes enemy yeah. tribes, pagan tribes. And they're starting to let that infiltrate the the nation of Israel again. Yeah. So in America, not a big deal, right? I mean, intermarrying and uh, you know, uh, we're happy to take all your food, all your, you know, and Americanize it and make it our own, right? right. A big melting pot. Uh, but it's not the case for Israel. No. Uh, Israel was specifically set apart. Right. And um, this, like you said, it led to idolatry in the past, and the Mosaic law. Um, um, uh, for forbids intermarriage in a number of places yep. and in in the in mind of israelites this was a big reason why they got sent to babylon in the first place yeah because uh, the they exile got exile for idolatry was idolatry which, and it stemmed and it started out of this. with that Yep. And so now Ezra comes back and he finds and they out. they just got back from exile. Yeah. The day after you get back from exile. <laughs> yeah, we're going to go back and started. do all the same stuff. It's like, come on. And Ezra, I mean, we're sort of, you know, joking about it. But Ezra. He flips out. He does flip out. I mean, yeah. he's pulling out his hair. You know, you, you can imagine he's his yelling clothes. at people. He's right. You know, and he just falls down on his face and stays there. And everybody's like, is he throwing a temper tantrum? Is he, right. what's going on here? Yeah. So, so then he stands up and he prays. Yeah. And, and this is a public prayer before the temple. So I don't know that the whole nation of Israel is listening at this part. They do come together af after a while. But the leaders are there. The priests yeah. are there, definitely. Yeah. yeah. And, and he is embarrassed and he is ashamed for the nation and he's telling God this. Yep. And, he, and he confesses that, that, that we are guilty. I mean, he's you know, shouldering the blame for his people um, and, and that the, he's... They are recommitting the same crime that they got put in exile for and saying, God, you could easily wipe us out for yeah. this. And uh, I think he scared the whole nation on <laughs> what's going on. Uh, so then in chapter 10, it, it, it changes a little bit and the people offer a covenant to God. Uh, it's the first one that I know of. Is there, has there been other 
I mean, they probably not have to, been, Well, but, I mean, they, they they agreed to the Mosaic Covenant and that sort of yeah. thing, but this is but the this one is where a, they're like they're making a covenant. Yeah, they're offering it in yeah. a sense to God. Yeah, God. and the idea the idea is we now recognize that we have sinned. Uh, we want to fix it, and here's the plan. And uh, as they as they talked, they they said, "Look, this we're not going to make this plan in a day." We got to figure this out. So yeah. give us some time. Give us some time to figure it out. And the men's of the appropriate families found the people uh, within their families who had intermarried. Uh, they wrote them down on, on the on yeah. the paper, so they, could, so they yeah. could keep track keep track of these people. And then um, there there was a process where they were divorced. Yeah. Then. Right, and there was a, a there's some question on whether there was just whether they really were divorced, or whether it was just a separation. No, it was, I assume it was a divorce yeah. so that so that they could remarry, and if you think about it from terms of the women and children, of the first marriage, it's a terrible thing. Yeah, but the sin happened before yeah. when they when they first started intermarrying. Yeah, it's not these people's fault. Right, um, they would have definitely of of. Um, taking the Israelites down the same road they did they did before, um, but there was a divorce. Yeah, and um, the women and children had to leave. Had to leave, yeah. Uh, which is which back is amazing. Their, back to their nations, back to their tribes. Right. It, it really is interesting because um, it's it's one of those cases where divorce was actually the only right option. Had everything stayed right. the way it was. They wouldn't have been able to serve in the temple, you know, the whole thing. It would have been a mess. And so it ends with... That's like the end of the All Ezra. of these had taken yeah. foreign wives, and some of them also had children. The end. Right. So this wasn't just the priests, right? This was also uh, the, the common the common people. Yeah. Right? Ezra sort of focuses on the priests and the Levites because, again, temple that's service. And that's right. really where his focus is. But, there, yeah, there were a lot of people who had done this. And yeah, I mean, you and put yourself in Ezra's shoes. He's like, seriously, people? I mean, what are you doing? Yeah. And and I love the fact that the net does use the term embarrassed. I mean, he stood before God. He's like, we are idiots. I mean, go ahead, just just call yeah, well, us. We're idiots. I'm in, yeah. I'm embarrassed to even be here at this point. You know what? Yeah. Why are we talking about the temple? Why are we talking about worship? Why are we talking about all this stuff? Yeah. He's like, this. Frankly, this is embarrassing to even have to stand here. Yeah. So what's cool in my mind is Zerubbabel seems to be the guy that brought the mass of people back, and they got the wheel rolling again. Yep. It was nasty. Yep. I'm sure yep. there was a lot of false starts. Now we have this guy by the name of Ezra that that comes in, and he's really bringing some structure yeah. in there. So the altar was already rebuilt. Now we have the temple rebuilt, and now we have Ezra almost as the... Um, um, using the laws and making the people understand that they need to continue to follow the laws yep. and it's a choice and the people accepted that choice again. Yep. So now we have, um, now you got something solid. Yeah. Going on. It's still really rocky, yeah. but still they're new. following God. Yep. We have the temple rebuilt. We have the altar. Now we can start with a society here. And that's the next that's the next yeah. phase. And Ezra, now how do you keep the people safe? Yeah, Ezra wasn't really a governor like Zerubbabel was. And so there needed to be yeah. somebody who was more political. Well, that's where Nehemiah comes in. And so Ezra's holding things together, but it's and we're not we're not doing Nehemiah in this this right. study, but uh, that's where Nehemiah comes in, you know, within the next 10 or so years. 
and really adds a, not only a third return, third wave return, but really adds some political savvy. He becomes the next governor. Ezra becomes one of his right-hand men, and they work together throughout the book right. of Nehemiah right. to really you restore the Israel as a nation. And the, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and the political aspect. Yeah. 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 Yeah, so uh, amazing, like you would expect of the God. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. Well, we hope that you uh, enjoyed this little walkthrough uh, through Ezra over these last couple of sessions. Um, if you have questions, let us know. Comments, we love to hear those. And uh, share this along the way next time. Yeah, we're done with Ezra, so we'll yeah. start something new next time. Yeah. And Gary will be all excited because we're starting something new. It's always fun. <laughs> And uh, I'm sure it'll be fun, and you'll have lots of questions with that, too. So <laughs> see you next time. Bye, everybody.